Big news today from the Williams residence. Beautiful Northridge Drive as two of my zinnia flowers are starting to bloom. My father began the habit many years ago of planting zinnias in front of our house, in front of our portico. The flowers never fail to look terrific by August, and then they are quite resilient. They can grow quite tall, and they have a variety of colors. Take a look if you happen to be on Northridge Drive. You might want to overlook the Trump Pence sign on the east end, across the road from the Soils Lab, on property that I assume is owned by Superior Industries. No great perception is required to deduce that this sentiment is connected to a certain church. We even have evidence of Trump-Pence fervor on the west end of Northridge Drive in the form of flags positioned on the back of a pickup. Here, too, there is a connection with a certain church. I have the name of the church in my notes. I'm going to skip that. I suspect that many of these people would not vote for a Democrat, even if they were to be informed lives could be saved, lives of some of their closest relatives and friends, saved by a better response to the pandemic from the federal government level. These never-say-die Trumpites can never be persuaded. Shall I call it a cult? One is tempted to do so. You can never count on Republicans to mount an aggressive federal government response to a crisis among the people. Republicans would only care if there was a profit motive somewhere to be recognized and acted upon. The Trump support on the east and west ends of Northridge Drive should not be taken as neighborhood sentiment. I personally have a Camilla sticker on the back of my 2004 Chevy Malibu for Camilla Harris, of course. She's from California. And I still will not rule out Camilla getting the nomination. She is in the prime of her life and has the sharp mind of a prosecutor. She can be aggressive, and I think we might need this quality. Biden might recognize that he is getting too up in years. His son Hunter is always in the background as an easy target for Republican jackals. I like Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and Kirsten Gillibrand and I am on Gillibrand's email list for staying informed on Democratic progressive candidates. Consider signing up, some of you church fanatics. You will learn something. Northridge Drive has sensible and intelligent residents. So hopefully my zinnias will be getting more colorful with each passing day from here on out.
It's a sign of normal life during these abnormal times. Trump did one of his presidential briefings yesterday. He shared warm thoughts for an accused procurer for a convicted sex criminal. Oh my God, can you imagine if Hillary Clinton was president and did this? I mean, can you imagine? Well, let us move on here. I have in front of me my ELCA devotional booklet, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. That's in, not of. The headline is Mary Magdalene Apostle. Mary Magdalene, a fascinating figure from the background of Jesus Christ, sometimes a little controversial. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, verse 18. This is in the book of John. I shall recite. Mary Magdalene was the first person ever to preach the good news of Jesus' resurrection. Unfortunately, this first sermon is often overlooked. The voices of women are often silenced or discredited. Their words minimized. While the other disciples are hiding in their homes, Mary goes to Jesus' grave. However, she doesn't realize he has been raised. She thinks the body has been stolen and starts weeping. When Jesus speaks to her, she doesn't recognize him at first and accuses him of taking the body. Nevertheless, she is there. She showed up. Mary shows up at the tomb and encounters Jesus, not with all the right words or even a complete understanding of what had happened. But then she does what Jesus commands and announces the resurrection. Following Jesus isn't about getting it right all the time. It is about showing up, listening, and sharing where we see Jesus. It is about taking action, trusting that God will equip us. May we hear the voices on the margins and see, O Risen One, what you're up to in our midst. Amen. Prayer Concern those whose voices are silenced or not heard. So that concludes our devotional entry as we enter the final week of July in this rather disrupted summer. We will not have a county fair. There are many things that have been erased from the calendar. We are all trying to make do. Religion can be a nice little home base, though we vary in how we pursue that and can have sharp disagreements. You know, the ELCA positions itself on the opposite end of the church I alluded to earlier in this podcast episode. Kind of a schism there, and schisms are never fun. Perhaps I come across as a little judgmental, but I think those on the other side of the fence from me are equally so. So we can communicate. We can try to persuade. And on that note, I'll say good day. <laughs>